Hello, and welcome to the Blossoms of Courage podcast, a podcast designed to inspire the women of today with the women of yesterday. I'm your host, Maddie May. We all know the rhyme that goes along with today's Blossom of Courage. Divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived. Catherine Parr was the wife who survived. She was the last wife of King Henry VIII and was important to the furtherance of the Reformation in England. Catherine Parr was born in August of 1512. She was the eldest child of Sir Thomas Parr and Maud Green. Catherine had two younger siblings, a brother named William and a sister named Anne. Sadly, her father died when she was around five years old, and as she grew up, she was closest to her mother. Catherine's education was classic of other ladies in her class, though unlike some, she had an intense love for learning throughout her life, becoming fluent in French, Latin, and Italian. She also learned Spanish after marrying Henry VIII. In 1529, at the age of 17, Catherine married Sir Edward Burr. The marriage didn't last long since he died in the spring of 1533. The following year, in 1534, Catherine married again. John Melville, third Baron Latimer, was her father's second cousin and was at least twice Catherine's age. From a previous marriage, he brought two children, John and Margaret. At the beginning of the marriage, John had some financial hardships. Soon after, though, he and his brothers worked to claim the title of Earl of Warwick, which gave Catherine her own home, a title, and a husband with position and influence. Two years after their marriage, in October 1536, the Lincolnshire Rising was going on, and soon the Catholic rebels were at the Latimer home. They demanded that if John did not join them in trying to bring England and Rome back together, there would be violence. From October to January, Catherine lived with her stepchildren, fearing what may happen to her husband. In January 1537, the Pilgrimage of Grace led to Catherine and the children being held hostage at Snape Castle in Yorkshire. Finally, in April 1537, John was returning to his home from London when rebels ransacked the house and sent word to him saying that if he didn't return, they would kill his family. He quickly returned to the castle and somehow talked the rebels into releasing his family. The whole ordeal was very hard on the family, and by the winter of 1542, John's health had declined, and even with Catherine's diligent care, he died the next year. Catherine was once again widowed, this time a wealthy one. She was named the guardian of her stepdaughter, Margaret, and was in charge of her affairs until Margaret came of age. Catherine was also left Stowe House and several other properties, and in the case that Margaret didn't marry within the space of five years, Catherine was to take £30 a year to support her. After the death of her, of her husband, Catherine moved north and began working on her relationship with former Queen Jane Seymour's daughter, Lady Mary, who became Mary I, or Bloody Mary. By February 1543, Catherine was a part of Mary's household. While at court, Catherine caught the eye of King Henry VIII. She had been in a relationship with Thomas Seymour, who was the brother of Lady Mary's mother, Jane, but... When the king proposed, Catherine felt it was her duty to accept him over Sir Thomas, even though both she and Thomas had expressed love for each other. Thomas was later sent to Brussels, supposedly to remove him from the king's court. Catherine became Queen of England and Ireland by her marriage to King Henry VIII on July 12, 1543. Henry and Catherine were third cousins once removed. During her marriage, Catherine became the first English queen to write and publish her own books. While queen, she published prayers or meditations in 1545. 
It was around this time that the court became suspicious that she might be Protestant. Some members of the court tried to bring her to disfavor with the king. This was almost successful, but Catherine got wind of the fact that members of court wanted her arrested, and she persuaded the king that she only brought up theology to distract him from paying. Catherine also became more careful in how she hosted various reformed teachers. Before his death in January of 1547, Henry made sure that after his death, Catherine would be provided for. Her allowance was £7,000 a year. Henry also ordered that even after his death, Catherine should be treated as Queen Dowager and given honor due to the Queen of England as if he were still living. Catherine's stepson, Edward VI, was crowned on January 31, 1547, and Catherine retired to her home at Old Manor in Chelsea. Shortly after, Thomas Seymour, now first Baron Seymour of Sudley, returned to court with his desire to marry Catherine. Catherine accepted his proposal of marriage, but because it had only been four months since King Henry's death, they both knew the Regents and Council would not allow the Queen Dowager to marry so shortly after the King's death. So, at the end of May, Catherine and Thomas married secretly. A few months later, Catherine published her second book, The Lamentation of a Sinner. This book shows the Reformed and Protestant belief of justification by faith alone, which the Catholic Church taught was a heresy. In the spring of 1548, at the age of 35, Catherine discovered she was pregnant. This was a surprise since she hadn't had any of her own children through previous marriages. In June 1548, Catherine, along with her new charge, Lady Jane Grey, you might remember her from my previous episode, moved into Sudley Castle. Later that summer, on August 30th, Catherine's first and only child was born, Mary Seymour. Sadly, a few months later, on September 5th, Catherine died at age 35 from an infection during the birth. Catherine's funeral was on September 7th. It was the first Protestant funeral to be held in English, and Lady Jane was her chief mourner. She was buried in St. Mary's Chapel on the grounds of Sudley Castle in Gloucestershire, England. A couple of years later, Thomas Seymour was beheaded for treason March 20, 1549. There is little known as to what happened to baby Mary, but it is thought that she died at a young age. Though Catherine's life was short, it was not in vain. Without her influence over Henry VIII, his daughters never would have become queen. She was also vital in Edward and Elizabeth's strong leanings towards Protestantism. She helped guide and raise the young Lady Jane Grey into a young woman who loved the Lord. Both of Catherine's books are reformed in doctrine, which were unusual for the time. She was a blossom of courage. If you'd like to learn more about the life of Catherine Parr, you can check out the links in the description. Thank you for listening to the Blossoms of Courage podcast, a podcast designed to inspire the women of today with the women of yesterday. I'm your host, Maddie May.